Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roche, and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn. Through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients, you can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. Had zero time to think about <laughs> what today's podcast is going to be. Um, but I did have a really awesome lunch with a mentor in a park today. So big shout out to uh, Serena uh, Sousa, you know, remarkable trainer who coaches a lot of the personal trainers at Good Life. Um, you know, one of the largest Canadian personal training gyms uh, on uh, in all of Canada, and I believe they're in the states. And you know, shout out to Good Life for trying to help people move more. Now. Um, there was this really interesting conversation, and you know, you become a higher level trainer. Um, for anyone who follows this, uh, knows that um, you know they'll see on the billboards if they go to the club that I train out of, which is Movadi, um, level one, level two, level three, level four, level five, and uh, level five ultimately uh, is you know one of the highest. Level four, level three, you know, uh, you just you make less. You've been training less time typically, uh, but ultimately you don't you're not able to move up unless you've service a number of people so you have the experience and then you also have the education to be able to charge more for your services but it was really interesting because uh, there was a conversation about moving up levels um, in terms of uh, what you had to do and there was a unique criteria at good life that in order for you to move to level six level seven you must either compete, get someone else to compete in either powerlifting or bodybuilding. Now, if you've read any of my content and any of my material, uh, those are sports. They are not health and fitness. Yes, they represent a high amount of strength or a high amount of muscle hypertrophy, but so much in excess that it is a sport. Okay? When we talk about fitness, what are we fitnessing for? Great. Okay. In terms of health, well-being, awesome. Okay. It would make sense that you uh, will condition people uh, and athletes um, and, and go for a higher level of fitness because that's a whole different world is conditioning and training athletes. Now, Serena, you know, I don't mean to speak on her behalf, uh, coaches hockey, right? She's a hockey coach. Um, and she does the conditioning for a junior hockey team. So, it's, it's just interesting, and this is not a shot at good life, this is not a shot at anything. I think it's interesting that the lens is that um, powerlifting and bodybuilding are considered criteria for you to level up, but sports-specific training like hockey is not. So what we're classifying powerlifting and bodybuilding in is fitness but I am here to tell you that we are not classifying this as fitness 
We are calling this sport. Why? Because powerlifting, sure, it may make you stronger. You are training your power energy system. But the concept of conditioning powerlifting in order to compete becomes a sport. Okay? And at that point, people are willing to go above and beyond and do whatever it takes and sacrifice the long-term well-being of certain mechanics within their body for outcomes in the gym and on the stage. Okay? What I'm here to do is to separate those two ideas. The whole philosophy behind what I do here. I apologize if you're hearing all the rain on the windshield. It's a sun shower, so it's actually quite beautiful out today. Uh, this might be super annoying, so actually wait, I'm gonna hold the phone to my face. Hopefully that's a little bit better for the quality. But Dan John, a competitive strength lifter, said that there's two streams of fitness. Train this way until, or train this way from now on. I am teaching and very, very active and adamant around teaching the planet how to fitness and train from now on. Okay? There is nothing wrong with powerlifting. There is nothing wrong with bodybuilding. There is nothing wrong with working your ass off in sport for a specific outcome. I played a lot of competitive volleyball, rugby, rock climbing, and those things, those sports, typically trash your body. The amount of jumping that you have to go through and diving and throwing your body into awkward situations. I don't know how many bleachers I've jumped into trying to save balls. Um, and, then, and then lastly, also considering that you know rugby is one of the most atrocious games on the planet for your body next to football, um, and that's just you know comparative of sheer velocity. Um, the whole reason I'm going and, and going into this discussion for you at all is because I want you to understand that these are sports. They are not fitness, okay? A, a, a workout and biomechanical efficiency working through what's most ideal for your body, corrective exercise, improving muscle mass, improving your cardiovascular health, improving your strength. These are fitness. You'll notice that I said improving your, okay, energy system function. That is physical fitness, okay? And why I say this is because I want you to be able to differentiate between all of the crap and all of the noise that's on the planet right now. Because when someone says, oh, you know, the only thing you need to know in order to gain muscle is strength. It's like, no, that's not true at all, actually. Um, because strength is subjective and plays on a bunch of different energy systems. But what I'm trying to separate for you is not, you know, to get into, I see it all the time. Someone starts out as a personal trainer, they like to power lift, and then all of their clients start to power lift. Like, are, what are you teaching them? Are you saying that the only thing that's relevant for your health and fitness is power lifting? Because that's a lie, that's a sport. I mean, it's maybe you believe that it is, but that's not actually the truth from the science, right? From from the backbone of what this is. Sure, there can be a lot of doctored information about why strength is super healthy and super relevant for you, and it is. I'm not saying it's not healthy for you. I'm saying the excessive amounts that people are willing to go to and compete at and do it in competition is 
and potentially has a much higher capacity to be unhealthy. So, when talking about your future in fitness, what I try and do is improve the likelihood of you being and remaining and staying very healthy. Because I personally don't give a shit how strong you are. I personally don't give a shit how much muscle you have on your body. Um, I care about how you feel physically with your energy and your capacity to make the decisions that are going to improve your strength, improve your muscle mass. Like I said, the best thing, the best goal you can possibly ever place for yourself is to set health improvement as a goal. And people will be like, oh, Kyle, you train like, you know, to beat the band and you're out there lifting heavy and doing bodybuilding. And I'm like, I am training my central nervous system to be more functional. I am training my, my uh, musculature, um, you know, to be more uh, anabolic. I'm trying to grow. I'm trying to hypertrophy muscle cells for the benefits that that has. And then I'm trying to improve my cardiovascular system through a consistent discipline of fitness, not powerlifting in order for me to become super strong. It's a conditioning tool for my central nervous system. And I do not tax it any more than it needs to be taxed. Because it is the highest risk, I tax it the least, to be honest. Because cardiovascular is the lowest risk, typically, it's often one that I expose quite consistently. And I hypertrophy and train bodybuilding or do muscle building techniques most consistently because it is also likely to improve the quality of your life okay so the science is in right excessive amounts of bodybuilding and eating tons of you know tons and shit tons of food um to look like a god uh you know among men uh is massively unhealthy for you um because of the amount of you know, sheer stress it puts on your joints, bones. Now, it's obviously much un, much more unhealthy to be eating, um, you know, bags of chips and not exercising at all. Like, you're better off to do the int- intense amount of bodybuilding in contrast to doing nothing at all. But we're still, I am still extremely adamant that you do not label that as health. I'm trying to be the epitome of good choices and balanced living. Human imperfection, healthy with unhealthy, what are the most optimal ways to live your 90%? Because every single one of you can find the nuances of my life to be like, well, Kyle, you're not very healthy. You make a ton of stupid choices. You eat pizza and when you go to cottages, smoke cigars and you're not, per- and I know I'm getting super sassy here, but you can call me out on all of that shit because that's true. But that's 10% of my life. The other 90 is when I'm trying to focus on being extremely healthy. And when I go inside that box, that 90% does not represent powerlifting for the sake of being strong on stage. Bodybuilding to look the best and win competitions and stand up there in contest to have other people judge the way I look to see if I politically pass their biased test of whether or not my physique approves in the eyes of beauty. Yes, it matters. I'm not saying aesthetics don't matter. Um, I'm, I'm just not saying it's the only thing that matters. And that's, in bodybuilding, typically the only thing that matters. Aesthetics, which I don't think is health. That's a portion of it, 
but that's not what fitness is because this is what this is the lens and the and the and the frustrations that many 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 people feel is they get involved in health and fitness and they're like well what are you it's like well I'm a bodybuilder it's like well what are you it's like well I'm a power lifter it's like well what are you and it's like well I'm a I'm a runner and it's like I'm a human that's going to do all of those things right and people are like well Kyle like you don't ever do cardio and I'm like I don't do traditional sense of cardio I weight train in a fashion that taxes my cardiovascular system consistently because it's per, it's better to balance the body from the information that I've studied. Okay, now I'm, we're not going into the nuances of that because this, all of those pieces, all of those mechanical conversations are found within the products of the end game uh, fitness. The books, the podcasts, the free journals, the free books, the free content, all the things that I build inside. Uh, but the point of this podcast is to switch your mind onto things that I think matter for you and your health and your fitness. Taken from extremely uh, credible people. And I'm just, I'm just ranting right now on a topic because a, a great mentor of mine is unable to proceed in her career because people are calling something uh, sports specific, not sports specific, okay? <laughs> Powerlifting is a sport. Um, so is hockey. And if she can't get, if she can't progress her career, even though she has every credential for years, um, because of the fact that powerlifting and bodybuilding are considered criteria for progression and coaching hockey is not, then what they're saying is that powerlifting and bodybuilding are not sports. And that is wrong from a human you know, function standpoint and well-being. Either way, folks, uh, I care a ton about you being able to lose weight, look good, feel good uh, for a very long time. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I can definitely be egotistical in my lifting and lift super heavy, and I can also be training for aesthetics and bodybuilding. That being said, there is depth behind what I'm saying to you. I don't just care about that. Vanity is only one part of the human experience connection, well-being, energy, sleep quality, anxiety, mental health, all of these things are just as important, if not more, at certain points in the ebbs and flows of life, okay? Sometimes being on a beach, I'm going to care a lot more about what I, th- what I look like. When I'm having a meaningful connection with my relatives, I'm going to care a lot more about being engaged and having the social skills to make them feel important, like being a part of my life is a good thing. Either way, folks, I hope you guys have an unbelievable day. Uh, Serena, if you're listening to this, I hope I didn't call you out in any way. Uh, I was just kind of on your side with this one when it was like, that's kind of stupid that you're held back because of those reasons. Um, But you're a rock star in my eyes. I love you all very much. So thank you so much for tuning in to the daily fitness education. Um, And I will see you in about 24 hours to come at you with more content to jack up into your brain to think about fitness uh, and not just think about uh, the doing of fitness. There's a lot more to think about when uh, you go about the actions you take while stepping into a gym. It's not just iron and reps. Yes, the, the reps are important, but it's how you do those reps that makes all the difference. See you in 24 hours. Keep uh, keep. <laughs> I was gonna say funting. <laughs> keep hunting for your future in fitness, and I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.